Real, raw, and unapologetic. I am Annie. And I am Julie. And we are sharing conversations, thoughts, ideas, and practices that illustrate our true selves and how we navigate through this thing called life. We hope to illuminate, enhance, and inspire you to be you without shame, blame, or regret. Authentic and unapologetic. back hello hello okay so what we're doing right now just before you guys even start listening is julie has a bunch of tinctures and um, different things that she has made out on the counter um, and she's going to be straining them so you're going to hear some things in the background but we and we'll talk about some of them just for fun yeah you might hear it but if you hear little noises it's just her straining different tinctures that she's made there's a spruce tip tincture yarrow tincture a nettle lemon balm rosemary vinegar um and a few other things so that's going to be happening i'm standing at the counter while she's doing the work with a deck of cards and we're gonna cut we're gonna um pull some cards and talk about what do we want to do just pull a card and talk about what it means to us yes okay here we go um all right that one you just did oh well yeah i'll talk about that one because the one i just pulled was creative cocooning and it was perfect it was basically saying you know for healing is to get some creativity in your own little cocoon making your space a place of healing and um, peace and it was it was really relevant to me because it made me think of like what what do we each do what do different people do when you're healing or when you're needing time to reset or time to do some recapitulation and for me I am definitely somebody that needs to um I call it hermiting. I need to just kind of go away from the world for a while. And I was thinking, I just need to go away from the world for a little while and do some creative things. And I'm not necessarily creative. Like I'm not necessarily, for example, a good painter or a good crocheter or a good whatever, but I'm not doing it for that purpose. Like we macro made a bunch last winter right? and we were not necessarily good at it, (laughs) but we liked it. Right. And so I was, just realizing in the last couple of weeks that that's what my next phase is going to be is having some creative things that I do in the evening by myself hermiting as a way to feed my soul. What do you do? What do you like to do for this, this herbal stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I like to, I like to, so I mean, sometimes I, I'm not going to lie. I sit down and binge TV, right. not the healthiest thing. And then sometimes I'm like, I got to cover this fucking TV and do other things, but I don't know. Like, I love to, yeah, I hermit hard sometimes too. Yeah. Um, and I love to pull cards and, um, I, I am a impromptu crafter as well. Yes. <laughs> we both have the same affliction where yeah. we pick a craft and we get everything for uh-huh. the craft and we do it for like two weeks yep. and then we're done with that I have craft. so many paints and easels and whatnot and, but that all comes in handy because sometimes I do want to do that again right, right. Um, I don't you know macrame is not going to be my big one but <laughs> I do have all the stuff in my closet that you left there so <laughs> in case I really well, want to probably should do a little macrame. we should do some more yeah um, but yeah I love to do stuff like that I think I have this did you get that moon journal too yep uh-huh. yeah 
It's oh, called, yeah. The moon is my calendar. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a, a monthly moon-based calendar slash journal slash... I love that thing. Uh, there's a page on there to do um, some art as well or whatever creative expression you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sometimes I draw, sometimes I... Um, Sometimes I get really creative and pull out my like pastelli pencils and get ooh. <laughs> Sometimes I use markers. Sometimes well, maybe I skip it all together. Sometimes I don't even do it on the new moon. Like right, I, right. you know, like I'm like, oh, it's a full moon. I still haven't done that, but I have to wait for that to creative juice to spark in me. You know. I wish I hadn't put flowing. this apple in my mouth. It's so loud. <laughs> I just got to finish chewing it. I'm done with um, apples. Okay. Yeah. So, but I do love getting, um, getting, uh, craft, kitchen crafty, I guess, yeah. with my herbs. Yep. Um, so that's what I'm doing right now. I'm kind of interested to try thing, that, um, spruce tip. Me too. That's, I'm going to do this It one is. I think any of that stuff, I love doing stuff like when we do herb stuff together, stuff that's fun, but I think these things, when you do them by yourself, you put mm-hmm. on your own music. I do. I put on my... You, I have a whole playlist to really get in the zone for this. And Mm -hmm. then I, sometimes I'm like getting everything, all the herbs in there and like ready to um, soak it all up. And and sometimes I'm, you know, bringing them back out and straining them and putting them in the bottles and everything. And I just, I brought this box of bottles like, oh, I have so many. I don't have to order any. They're all full of stuff already. I just realized that I have a lot of tinctures here. Oh, you do have a lot of tinctures. I want to go through any of them and... I know um, you've given me so, some tinctures. Yeah, this and... this one though, the spruce tips. I learned about this when we uh, oh took that went to a class in Leavenworth. Like did a, a little plant herbal yeah exploration in the little trail up there, um, and we ate those spruce tips off the tree. Yeah, and they're like a tart. They taste like. When you have those vitamin C chew tabs. Yep, yep they do. Um, kind of a like spicy citrus. Citrusy, yeah. tart, spiciness yeah. to them. And then she told us um, Super. how she makes that. She's like, I just put a little honey and I, you know, put them in my alcohol and make them. So then I went home and I was like, oh my God, they're all over the tree right here. I love living on this farm because there's so many, all of these things on the counter right here. I was like, oh, yeah, these are, well, not the Damiana. Oh. Um, But all of them, not all of them, actually. Most of them. I was like, (laughs) oh, I'm like, why did I make yarrow? I'm like, I can't even remember why I made it. Oh, it's because it was all over my yard. Do you want to know what spruce? are organic so we don't spray anything and I can just go out there and be like, ah. Do you want to know what spruce tip tincture is good for as long as we're doing this? Yeah, go Go ahead. Um, Well, it's got a ton of vitamin C. Yeah, it's um, really good for your immunity. Spruce tips and alcohol, um, which is what a tincture is, Mm -hmm. um, melt away joint pain and aches that you carry in your muscles. It helps with improved blood circulation and warming and may lessen inflammation and tendons. My God, I need this right now. Right? There you go. Oh, look at how pretty that is. Okay. So, yeah. So, this has been in the jar since... May 12th of 21. Oh, wow. That was that long ago that we did that? Oh, man. Um, Yeah. And then I just am pouring it into, there's a, like a tea strainer. And then also I have um, that cheesecloth. If you want any like tools or anything, it's in that drawer. Yeah. So I have cheesecloth and then I just press out any extra liquid. Yep. Um, and then the herbs are all in the cheesecloth, and then all I gotta do, I'm all about less cleaning up. No doubt, I'm done right? With it, by 100%. The way. Um, yeah. 
So then all I got to do is rinse out the thing, and then I can use it again. Yeah. Um, oh, that looks good. I got, oh, it does, huh? So I'm putting it into a big jar, but then I'll pour it into the little uh, tincture bottles. So do you think, since we're talking about like different crafts and creativity stuff, do you feel like... I have a couple things that have been long-lasting for me, and then I have a couple crafts that I'll do them just... I do the macrame and I'm done with the macrame forever. Maybe I'll do it again. I've done, I've gone right, through a right. crochet phase like three times in my oh, life. Oh, yeah, yeah. But then I have other things like cooking for me mm. is a constant. I always go back to cooking when I really kind of need my kitchen therapy. Mm-hmm. And you're doing herbs. Yeah. So do you feel like this is one of your more constant crafts? It is. It yeah. is. I mean, it's newer in the past few years, but it for sure is. Like, yeah. When I um, was immersed in that, that uh earth magic yeah I, I mean that was like life-changing for me i already was like oh herbal. i would go and buy it right. but to like connect with the plant and yeah. then make the stuff myself oh yeah i mean i haven't made i've only i'm all about tinctures tinctures and oils but then i'm like the oils i just rub straight on my body right where i could be making like balms and you know whatever yeah. i don't do any of that i can i would like to learn but to tinctures me, tinctures and teas. That's tinctures it. Tinctures and teas. But tinctures this are the, the easiest. Thing. Tinctures are very. But I am all about. I either want you either you. I mean, we didn't get to where we are overnight, right? I, right. I didn't get in an accident and have this joint pain. Right. I've just been, you know, doing fucked up shit or being lazy or whatever. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean pain. where we are? There's so <laughs> right? many things. I know. We're gonna say there. Yes. Talk, we'll talk about what what this one is for, right? Right. But so I could I could sip on or chew on spruce leaf whatever yeah. the things are that are going to help me and you know work the way that my body worked to get here work that way to get back you have to be patient with it right um but I kind of like to mainline shit sometimes so and tincture is I'm not shooting it up guys not shooting no, up the tincture jump right down. but I, I I liken it to that because yeah. tinctures are they you get the most for bang for your buck basically yeah, for because sure. the alcohol pulls all of the medicine out of the plant. Yeah, and then I don't even dilute the shit. And they're like, also straight so under my easy tongue. to make. Yeah, they're so easy to make. Yeah, yeah. straight under your tongue. Some yeah. of them, I will say, some of them are fine, and some of them you are definitely not in it for taste. You're right. in it for effect. Mm-hmm. But some of the taste, I'm like, yeah, wow. <laughs> You yeah. can put a little, you can, well, you don't need to. I'm, I'm with you. I like the main lining. I like the strength of a tincture and I like the ease of making yeah. a tincture. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that's okay, what, pull, a card. pull a card. Pull a card just, yeah. I don't know what it's going to tell us to talk about. We'll find out. <laughs> Listening to my body. Oh, and you, right? <laughs> my health is my life. The temple of my experience and the greatest of my blessings. You know, what we were just talking about before we started recording was listening to your body. What we tend to do is we tend to say, my ankle hurts. What mm. did I do to my ankle? Rather than saying, what energetic thing is happening? Oh. So tell the story. Sure story. Tell the story. So today on my Facebook memories, <laughs> <laughs> I had um, a memory from, well, I was sharing it with her because it was six years ago. And I was like, God, that, that's it? Yeah. That feels like it shouldn't be that long ago. But God, it feels like it was forever ago. So there's that aspect to it. But it was, um, I had posted a picture of one of those walking casts and asked if anybody, you know, had one because I needed it, right? I was trying to see if anyone had one so I wouldn't buy it. 
And then I, um, and the reason that I wanted that walking cast was because I had something going on with my feet, with my, and I think it was my, I think it was my right foot. Anyway, um, I had something going on. I had so much pain. I could barely get up and when I would sit or lay down, I, when I would go to stand up again, I could barely move. Um, you know, I went straight to diagnosing, um, I'm lighting Palo Santo if anyone can hear that lighter. Um, I went straight to like diagnosing it as a physical ailment, which it was. I was feeling it in my body, right? But a piece of me knew that it was energetic and emotional, you know, deep down. And what was, and I didn't realize it until afterwards, but what was going on in my life currently was that um, I had ended a relationship and we were still living together. And um, he was almost ready to move I think he still had a couple of weeks he could have moved out a couple of months before that um but he I told him no you're fine to stay here you don't need to go back to your mother's house right and so he was getting ready to move and those were the longest two months of my life not because it was a bad thing but it was just (laughs) I we had made a decision and then I was still in something I didn't want to be right so then my body started to act up I wasn't paying attention to it like I should. However, um, yeah, it, so my, my foot was killing me because I wasn't taking the steps I should be taking for myself, for my own sanity, for my own well-being, and my emotional needs. Yeah. Because it was hard. I mean, even though it was like a okay breakup like it was still hard I we were ending something and he was moving out of state and you know yeah so it was rough and my body was like you're not taking the steps you need to take care of yourself and literally screaming at me from my feet now my feet also my mom had well she I also think because she had these uh metal rods in her ankles and shit that she had some issues but she was always complaining about foot problems like oh my feet my feet my feet and I tell my sister to this day I'm like I think that there's something to it because I feel everything in my feet every organ and it's a thing like reflexology right like every organ is there's a point there for it but I was like I literally feel it in my feet all the time so that was even a bigger like hello so anyway he left a couple weeks later. I moved through my emotions and maybe within three weeks, yeah. I wasn't in pain anymore. Yeah. And then I was like, what just happened? And then that's when I, you know, yeah. like in hindsight, I could see it. In the moment though, I was like, I need a walking cast. I'm never going to be able to walk again. Right. And nobody knows what's wrong with me. I mean, I went to doctors. I don't, today I'd be like, fuck it, I'm not going to a doctor. I would ignore it and right. go to the emotional aspect first. Right. And then if that still wasn't working, then I'd be like, well, maybe it, maybe there is something physically. Right. And but sometimes it's the there of, is. Sometimes but. there is. But it's the idea of taking yeah. it all in and being yeah. like, why is, if this symptom came out of nowhere, is my body trying to tell me something? And it yeah. might be simple of like, um, that's not the, um, is that, do you think that's burning down? I'm not going to worry about it. Do you think that building's on fire? This is not good for a podcast, but it seems like there's a building on fire. No, I think it's behind it. Okay. All right. Well, (laughs) we're going (laughs) to, we'll let it ride a minute. Um, Yeah. Okay. Talking about symptoms and what they mean. (laughs) Do you think that smoke means something? Anyway, um, (laughs) but you know, when we, is 
listening to our body because our body, it might just be you've eaten crap food for a few days. It might be an energetic thing like you're holding an emotion and our different organs definitely hold different emotions. Or it might be something as literal as you're saying, like not taking a step in the right direction. Mm -hmm. And I think I have um, Meniere's disease and I'm deaf Mm -hmm. in one ear because of that. And I had been to a bunch of doctors and what um, a Chinese medicine doctor told me is... um, Meniere's disease going deaf in one ear is because you don't want to hear something. And your body literally makes you go deaf so you don't have to hear something. What do you not want to hear? <laughs> and that's a much longer story, but it's right. it was a but, real process for me to be like, yeah. why is my why is there something I don't want to hear so much that my body's like actually going to make me deaf? And by the way, this was 10 years ago, and I'm deaf in that ear. But not as bad as you were. No, and and the doctor said it'll never come back because I learned what I, the the very short version, which is still not too short, but the very short version is I really didn't want to hear no. I didn't want to hear it from myself and I didn't want to hear it from other people. So every time someone said you couldn't do something like, Mm -hmm. I I never put limits on my time. I never put limits on my capacity, right? So people Mm -hmm. would say, hey, can you do this? Yes, yes, because I was superwoman and I could do it everything. And I didn't want to hear that I had a limit to my capacity. I didn't want to hear that. And I burnt myself out on so many ways and I went deaf, not wanting to hear I couldn't do something. So then when I finally started limiting my capacity and saying no to things and being like, it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to not everything do everything myself. It's okay to hear no. It's okay to say no. My hearing started coming back. And to this day, when I regress back to that, I'll get a little, um, a little sound in my ear. And I, now I know it. Now I recognize yeah. it immediately. And I go, oh, now it's time for me to hermit hard. Hermiting is how I Tune replenish myself. And, well, and also how I set up my boundaries. I have to say no to so much stuff to get the time to hermit. Yeah. And um, so I, hear, I get that little sound in my ear. And I know it's time for me to turn down the volume of everything I'm doing in my life and... Crochet, yeah. crochet. I find it, <laughs> we were doing a podcast a few weeks ago and you were like, oh, you had like a full like, oh, that's whoa. Right. And you were like, um, just FYI, if this happens, you might need to call someone. And I was like, what the fuck? Um, I forgot about yeah. that. And then you were like, it's my Meniere's. And I looked at you and I was like, what are you, what are you not listening to? And you were like, oh, uh, fuck. I'm going to be fine. We didn't talk <laughs> about it, but you were like, oh, okay. I'm right. Gonna, like, right. Just I so forgot you, that, that reminder, that happened. You needed that reminder, right? I did. Because you were, you, I mean, I'm sure like the whatever symptoms and feelings you got, because I saw it in your face. You were yeah. like, oh, fuck. Right. You know, it's about to happen. And. Um, which and it was, was like a very a headache, stressful like a, time. It's a, yeah. it's a vertigo. It's a vertigo uh, yeah, yeah, where yeah. you think you're, I'm going down, man. I'm going yeah. down. But that was funny because right. you're right. And, and that little reminder made you at least be like, oh, okay, I'm aware. Right. <laughs> like and we it, didn't even need to talk it about it. It did make the symptoms yeah. subside just bringing that awareness. So it's, it, so this is what this card says. I mean, those are two great stories. Your walking cast, my deafness. Yeah. Those are two fascinating stories about an emotion being manifested in the body and Mm -hmm. you went to a bunch of doctors for your foot i went to a bunch of doctors before i ran into this one doctor that's like you just don't want to hear some shit and then i was like well i don't want to hear that (laughs) (laughs) i see the problem i see the problem Um, this card i just want to read out this book because it says 
the thing that prompted this discussion was listening to my body. Um, I put my health and well-being first. My health is my life, my body, the temple of my experience. I'm on a healing journey that leads me to a deeper understanding of the incredible connection between my body, mind, and spirit. Slowly, I discover what works best for me. I like the addition of slowly in there because it uh, doesn't right? make us feel like, tomorrow I have to get in shape. It's like, well, it was what I was just saying just about what the, you were saying. the herbs. Yeah. Sometimes we, we got to let it go slow just like it got there. I love my wellness and I take care of my energy. As I continue to heal myself, I'm grateful for each new day. I'm also grateful for the positive health of friends and family. Yeah, I love that card. Nice. And you're doing, this is all, this herby stuff is for our health. Our witchy kitchen shits for our health. <laughs> I love it. Should we pull one more card? Yeah, let's do another card. Okay. I'm out of bottles, by the way. So this oh, that's witchy it? Okay. herbal party is over. Let's see what we got here. <laughs> The power of support. Ooh. Isn't that kind of what we're just sort of talking about here? Like you remind me, mm. you don't want to hear yeah. something, whatever. But okay, I'm grateful for all the love and support I receive. It is the most precious of life's gifts. It reminds me of one of my favorite quotes ever, which is um, always pay attention to who doesn't clap for you. Mm. That anybody who's not happy for you, that doesn't support you, that isn't excited for you. Why are they near you? Yeah. What does the book say? The power of support. I am grateful to all of those who have been a part of my journey of becoming. Mm. Their love has assisted the flowering of my spirit, and it has been the most precious of gifts. I, I'll read the rest in a second. But I also feel like... I know exactly <laughs> what you're going to say. <laughs> I know where you're going. I, I, and I have said it many a times, like I'm grateful for all the people who piss me off, yep. who irritate me, who awaken those things or who are a mirror for me, who, who have left my life, who right. have supposedly hurt me, you know, like it's all like, to me, that's a support to, yes. I mean, sometimes I fall so, I've fallen so hard that I need other support of right. those die hard in the moment people that are right. loving me, but um yeah that's that's big shit if you you thought i was gonna say something that's exactly what i thought you were saying because i think when we have when our past merge with somebody anybody a friend a co-worker a partner anything for a little while even if it ends poorly and the end poorly is the end right that doesn't mean that the time there you didn't learn something something about you wasn't Mm -hmm. refined or deepened or something so if you have the ability to look back and be like why did this person come into my life and what can I have gratitude for that experience instead of just focusing on the end, right? When we have Mm -hmm. something that ends poorly, that's how we catalog that rather than saying, yeah, but for all this time, all these other good things happened. And then when you are going through that, looking to these people who support you and the people that believe in you. So it's, this says others' belief in me, their care, their love, their practical help, their positive thoughts and energy, their wisdom and encouragement have created miracles in my life, both large and small. I am humbled by their love. The kind and loving support of others has helped me transform my life and allowed me to blossom. I recognize the power of this support and I'm honored to be part of a greater circle of giving and receiving a greater circle of love. That, I feel, is really important, especially if you are going through shit, because you said that you, um, 
<laughs> do we need to support? No, I, I think it's just, <laughs> I, I'm just, I needed to put my glasses yeah. on to see it more clearly. Um, anyway, you, but. uh, I've been going through some shit. Yes. Right? And there are people that are like, oh, yeah, you get to be pissed and angry at it. And we've talked about this before. But, right. Um, and there are people that are just like, okay, good job. Good yeah. job taking a step. And there's people that are like, sort of commiserating with you and sort of supporting. Mm-hmm. And da, da, da. You know, so it's like making sure that you surround yourself with the ones that right. aren't like pulling you down and yes. holding you in. The lower frequency stuff, yeah, as a way of support, just because right. they are believe that you are in the right to be angry about something or upset or sad or whatever, and you are right, right, but that's not what's going to lift you up, right? And I don't want to stay there, yeah, right. And I think that it's a lesson in boundaries too. So there's two things that you're saying that I think I know we've said this a million times before about other stuff, but it could be two podcasts, could be a different podcast, but one of them is. It's an exercise in boundaries that lately I've been really practicing saying to people, that's not the support I need right now. I don't want to stay in that angry place. That's not what I need. And then making sure I don't go back to that person for support. So they're not, you know. And then Uh, the other thing you're talking about, which is way more important, is how we hold space for each other. mm. And that support, I mean, we... Have we done a podcast on holding space? (laughs) Maybe we have, but we could always do another one. But how we hold space for people is such a crucial part of how we support Mm -hmm. each other. And support is really, I mean, if you wanted, if I was had to define support, I would be like holding the space that the other person needs you to hold, not the space you want to hold Mm, for them. Oh my God, right? Yeah. I think that's all I got. Yeah, that's a good one. Right there. Wrap it up. <laughs> um, I feel like you're going to need a lot of space holding here in the summer. <laughs> I do, too. Yeah, because smoke I'm is... like, this is February. I know. And the smoke... Fire season yeah. here is like a real motherfucking thing. And her new house is just panoramic picture view. And she's sort of up on a hill. And right now, I can see two fires. I mean, they're... they're. Oh, I see that one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so imagine when they're all around. And we all have light. from everywhere. We get like All of us have light PTSD. Yeah, yeah. We all have PTSD where from the summer wildfires that we're, we experience all the time, then you smell smoke in the middle of the winter yeah. or, or right now you see this and you just go, oh gosh, it's a fire. But I guess that's a control. It is February. It's cold. But anyway, yes, yeah. that's well, why you know, you're new here. So you don't know who burns what where. <laughs> right. Right. That's yeah. the thing is like, I know now my neighbors, I'm like, oh, oh, if the smoke's right, right. there, it's because they're over in that spot. Bur- that's where they burn their stuff. Right. And then same across the other field. I'm like, yeah. oh, and the ones that, you know, so you, when you have that, you know, yeah. you're like, oh, okay, that's just. I think people that don't live in wildfire areas don't have this sort of or we're... So, <laughs> smoke knowledge. I know. Well, we also, it's not only that, it's like we're. Or they burn everything around here. They burn here. everything. All Everyone's, the time. Burning, Everyone's burning, burning stuff. Like, yeah. you burn your trash, you burn your your twigs, you know, your whatever. Like, it's stressful. Anyway, we had a we neighbor. Might need some, we might need some moral support, some emotional support this summer. <laughs> Definitely. We had a when neighbor season returns. where I lived like 15 years ago, and he would take he would burn just shit he'd burn trash and he would take his tractor and fill the bucket up with diesel 
and oh. drive it to the fire and dump the, the tractor God. bucket of diesel onto the fire, which diesel just makes black smoke, right? Yeah. And it's not as flammable in the way that gasoline is, so you can dump it that way and it won't explode. But it was like... No, you shouldn't so be... great for the environment, though. Oh, so I mean, good. So good. Yeah. But he was, it was fine. He was next to a creek. There was no problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, so trauma is real. Trauma is real. Okay. So is that Not to discount anyone who's been through like rape? I mean, I have people oh, that have lived up in Northern California, and oh. it's no fucking joke, though. It's stress. It is stress, um, and people that have really lost, there's people that, I mean, just, I just can't, I think about it all the time, and you, your whole house burns. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's crazy. Um, okay, I'm pulling one more pull card. Pull one more card. Let's wrap up with something good instead of something about instead of fire shit and down. stress. Let's see, how about this one? Soul's journey. Oh, this is a deep one. Soul's mm-hmm. journey. Living from soul opens me to the magic that exists when I surrender to divine manifestation on yes. its own terms and timing. I think, does it need explanation? No, I mean, it's really about trusting. Yeah. Surrender, surrender, align and allow. That's my mantra, align and allow. Like, and align yeah. to me means doing the things that my soul finds yep. joyful. Yep. You know? Um, so to to keep myself in a higher frequency, yep. at higher vibration. Um, and then allowing life to unfold, to flow, to be in that flow state. Yeah. You know? Um, that Abraham Living? Hicks. Oh, yeah. The, she, she, they, he, he I don't know, whatever, yeah. whatever it is. The, yes, that sir. spirit yeah. talks about it all the time. All the time. being in that that flow state like yeah it's you just have to once you once you learn how to cultivate it it's easier and yeah, easier yeah. to get into it and to know what you have to do to drop into that flow state to yeah. right to, what do i have to do to or get there even to like recognize when you pop out of it you're like oh yeah yeah i'm right. not wallow in that so yeah this what is, is it saying um, Living from soul opens me to the magic and abundance of the universe to which I am intimately connected. The depth and luminescence of my soul is tempered by the virtues of humility, patience, compassion, and endurance. Mm. As I surrender to divine manifestation on its own terms and timing, I find that even the impossible begins to feel possible. Mm. That's a goodie. I do too. Surrender, kids. Surrender. Let your soul be on its journey. And let's now surrender this podcast today. (laughs) All right. All right. Till next time. Adios. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you want to follow us on our socials, I am on Instagram only, Annie. And my handle is Eclectic Tomato, E-C-L-E-C-T-I-C, Tomato. And I am on Instagram as Yoga Sound Bliss. I don't think I need to spell that out. Um, and then I am on Facebook at Julie Johnston. That is with a T. J O H N S T O N. I am not the famous soccer player. So if you find what? her account, do you know that? I did not know that. <laughs> if you Google Julie Johnston, 
a famous soccer player oh, comes up. Okay. It's not me. Also, um, we want you to subscribe. Yes, so please subscribe um, on uh, we're on it, when, Spotify, yeah. whatever whatever you're listening to, subscribe to us, and then we are calling in some five star reviews. So if you feel like this is five star material and you would like to leave a review, please do so because that helps us be. Um, available to more people Um, but we only want five stars so if you're not feeling five stars just message us and let us know what we're doing that doesn't please you or keep it to yourself right just kidding we do care but we don't right (laughs) and also um you could share us with your friends yes yes if this is something that really resonated and you're like this friend needs to hear it too share it with them that's right all right peace out